Welcome back to Archives of Abella Daily, the podcast saying, Now. We're watching now. That was then. This is now. We can't go back to then. We just missed it. Today is June 18th, equal to Gemini 29th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. Spotify playlists are now available for you to listen to episodes in chronological order. Go to Spotify and type in Archives of Fabella into your search to begin listening all the way back to the dawn of creation today. June 18th. 2021 is the date that the Utah Jazz even the second round of the Western Conference Finals at 3-3. I mean, I'm recording this a day ahead, so I really don't know. I'm just putting it out there in the hope that the universe picks it up. This was supposed to be our year. Meanwhile, in the magical wonderland of Fabella, a troll negotiated with terrorists. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Gemini 29th, 6021, FY, Fabella Year. Equal to June 18th, 2021, Earth Year. I spend a lot of time on this podcast discussing events that have happened in the past. I've even gone into the future. Today, we visit what Fabella would look like in our present. It's an ugly sight, far removed from that of a medieval fantasy. June 18th, 2021 places us directly in the apocalypse age of Fabella. Since atomic bombs were detonated in the year 2012, 6012 in Fabella, there has been a rapid decline in society, a pandemic turning people into ugly monsters and leaving a trail of death in its wake has caused magic to be outlawed, spurring a war between magicians and non-magic folk, complying with the Magic Prohibition Act. Quarantine zones of people who have been tested to not contain the virus, have been set up. One of them is in the city of Meyerfall, in the Sheba Union, located approximately where Philadelphia would be if you overlaid a map of Earth over Fabella. The local government of Meyerfall acted fast when the Saga virus pandemic hit. They were able to shore up supplies and wall off their sewage and water plants from the outside world. Every one of their citizens have been tested for the virus, and there are no more outbreaks reported within the city limits. 
The people of Myrfall live a very closed-off lifestyle. City parks have been turned into farmland. Everyone has a garden on their roof. Skyscrapers have become watchtowers. People are conserving water and rationing food. They're all doing what they can to get back to living a relatively normal existence, completely closed off from the outside world. That all comes crashing down in spectacular fashion on Gemini 29th, 6021, FY. Early in the morning, about 50 rebel magicians storm into the Mirefall quarantine zone. The witches and wizards start casting spells with reckless abandon, spreading the virus. A standoff between them and quarantine security winds up with the magicians taking 1,800 people hostage inside a hospital. They have no demands. Their goal is to simply weed out any magical individuals from the hostages and slaughter any non-magic sadrus. They've been hopping from zone to zone doing this in order to make the entirety of Fabella populated by witches and wizards. The job of negotiating with these terrorists is left to a troll named Grayson Fleetfoot. He is a highly skilled negotiator whose husband is one of the hostages trapped inside the hospital. Fleetfoot knows that many of the 1,800 hostages might be dead already, for if they have contracted the virus, Myrfall's military won't hesitate to kill them. The military can't storm the hospital because it would use up all the ammo they have rationed. If they're attacked again, Myrfall will be obliterated. It's up to him to end the standoff peacefully and quickly so no more people get infected. Fleetfoot knows that the one thing these rebel magicians don't have is supplies. He offers to give them supplies for Myrfall and have everything waiting for the magicians at a bunker outside the city limits. This is all a trap, and Fleetfoot knows it, but it's up to him to sell the idea to the magicians without giving up the Myrfall military's true intentions. There is a bunker. That much is true, but it's been rigged to blow with explosives. Hiding at the site are elite archers in the Myrfall military, who, without much ammo, are called upon to blow the bunker and kill the survivors with the arrows at their disposal. After much debate, the magicians take the deal. Fleetfoot successfully sends these people off to their deaths, saving his husband. The plan goes off without a hitch, and all the magicians are killed by the explosion at the bunker or by a well-aimed arrow to the head. Fleetfoot is a hero in Myrfall, but the story doesn't end there. His happiness is short-lived when he discovers his husband is one of the infected from the hospital. Eleven of the 1,800 people were found to be sick. It's only by Fleetfoot's efforts that number isn't higher. Because of Fleetfoot's service to Myrfall, he is given two choices. He can either agree to let his husband be killed by firing squad, or send him out beyond the walls of Myrfall to succumb to the disease. Fleetfoot chooses door number two, and leaves Myrfall with a small stash of supplies, and his husband, knowing that he will succumb to the disease as well, or possibly die of starvation. 
These are the hard choices that people have to make during the Age of Apocalypse. The days of carefree magic and whimsical delight have ended. Fleetfoot isn't the only person forced to make a choice he knows will end in death. We all face our own private apocalypse at some point. Fleetfoot's story is just one example and a reminder that Fabella's end is quickly approaching. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and Audioblocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.